One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm sitting here with Michael Patrick Hanford. Hello! And Timothy Jordan Kalpakis. What is up? Jordan? Jordan, like MJ, baby. The Dunker! TJ! Ooh, swish! That must have been in the 90s. Being a (laughs) 90s kid, as you are, Tim, that must have been so cool to have the mill name Jordan. Uh, It Mm. led to a lot of confusion. People would confuse the two of us quite a bit. (laughs) Hey, hey! Uh, Jordan, shouldn't you be at the Space Jam premiere? No, I'm but a boy. Oh. I'm, but I'm a just boy. a boy. I don't even play basketball. I don't even own a basketball. <laughs> really? Michael Jordan doesn't own a basketball? I'm not Michael Jordan. I probably never owned a classic orange basketball. I had like, you know, my really? house, I lived out Jeez. in the, you know, in a rural area in, the, in upstate New York. So we had all, we had like a shed full of all sporting crap you could ever want, but we weren't a basketball mm-hmm. family. So I had a lot of like glow in the dark mm-hmm. <laughs> basketballs and small like small <laughs> basketballs that you could palm and all kinds of things but I don't think I yeah. ever owned one official yeah, like comedy basketballs yeah because I'm a com- I grew up to be a comedy writer so my parents <laughs> wanted to set that going early on <laughs> they were all goof basketballs we had a basketball that at our in our garage that was like very smooth and very hard. <laughs> it was like the old basketball. Yeah. Are you sure you're not thinking of a bowling ball? <laughs> yeah. You'd, I'd throw this basketball at a pin. I, <laughs> I, I remember doing, uh, I played like hockey and soccer and, and, and football as, as a young boy. But um, I remember I only, I went to one basketball practice and you know how practices, we've talked about it in reference to like instruments, how there's some teachers that can make it, no fun but if you show a kid like yeah power chords then they have fun in their guitar and they stick with their instrument i remember with basketball mm-hmm. like fucking fourth grade or something i went to the first practice and we were in uh in the gym and the coaches had set up like stations where you wouldn't like you know i wanted to just like shoot the ball at the hoop kind of uh, and uh, mm-hmm. they had set up all these stations where you learn different fundamentals and the first one i walked up to was there was a coach like okay here we're gonna <laughs> He took a small group of the kids because there's like 50 kids. We're going to pivot. <laughs> Everyone ready to pivot? And they they gave you oh, a ball. God. You plant mm-hmm. one foot. 
you know, because you're trying to not like double dribble or whatever. So you, you plant one yeah, foot yeah. and then you you move your other, you can move your other foot around, but you keep got to keep that one foot planted. <laughs> and he's like, we're pivoting. And I was like, fuck this. I'm out. This I'm like, sucks. I truly don't think I made it past pivot. I was like, well, I'm going to call my dad. <laughs> this, this shit sucks. Oh, man. I am not going to do this. Tim, are you wearing, are you wearing a basketball yeah, jersey? What are, the, what are the odds we're talking about? Yeah, I'm wearing Jaguar basketball. This is definitely from from a birthday boy sketch at some point. I don't know why I would have like a. It's like a penny. It looks reversible. It is. It's white on the inside, maroon on the outside. That's uh, the thing about pivoting. Is like I I get like that's makes no sense. Like I don't. Nobody pivots when I watch basketball on TV. It's like of course they are, but the kids aren't told like, hey. This is a big part of the yeah. game. MJ had a thousand pivots. Well, this and you year. don't see the, the the Air Jordan logo. It's not his silhouette uh, doing a pivot. <laughs> I know a pivot. And there was no I did a pivot. dunk station uh, where they show me how to dunk. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's like karate too. Like I already know how to not punch somebody. <laughs> yeah, I remember doing a lesson of one karate lesson and. Uh, just like we learned the stance in the hour we were there, learned the stance and the punching. And yeah. that like was a, that it. That was it. And mm. I wasn't hooked. And my mom asked uh, if I want to keep going. I said, I don't think so. That's a great way to dissuade kids from getting into karate is <laughs> send them to one lesson where you keep your fists like balled up at your sides and yep. you just punch straight out like a dork. Yeah. <laughs> like a dork. I did have, I for some reason, I, I got a white belt. I got to keep the white belt. No way. Mm-hmm. Nice, dude. I'll wear it down the street sometimes and people are like, whoa, sorry, sir. <laughs> right this way. Don't completely chop me into oblivion. You have one lesson more than I've ever had, so you might know how to... Uh, well, but you got to be patient with it, too, and use it just so... I, I, uh, I feel like we've touched on this before, but just how, how disrespectful it is for our generation of dumb American boys that we just thought we could do karate. <laughs> like, uh, you know, it's this martial art that you train your whole life. And then, but like, uh, I, I just thought like karate chop, badoosh, gotcha. Right. Right. <laughs> it like takes so much training to get to the level that you would see in like Ninja Turtles cartoons right. or whatever. I, know, I just thought I was there. I was like, I'm a ninja. That's a way of life for me too. I'm pretty sure I'm a ninja. <laughs> Ooh. You guys seen the uh, Ninja Turtles movie that's been out for a while? You know I have. It's, it's great. It's fucking good, man. I was laughing my ass. Were off. they doing? Is 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 it the vintage sense of humor? Like is Michelangelo being very Mikey? No, not really. Uh, a little bit. They're actually they're like actually teenagers. Hmm. And when I'm so they're just looking at TikTok on their phones the whole movie. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, they use phones. It was like very modern. But anyway. As I was watching, I was like, oh, yeah, a big part of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is they're teenagers right. <laughs> instead of adult voices who eat pizza the way I was used to it. Yeah, true. I saw a bunch of stuff about Seth Rogen saying, like, yeah, the teenage part seemed, like, relatively unexplored <laughs> for <laughs> this thing that's been out for 30 years. Right. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was great. It's a smart thing to throw in there because we can't tell when you're looking at muscly humanoid turtles. They could be any mm-hmm. age, but if you tell right. a kid that they're watching a teenager, like when you're 10, there's nothing cooler than an 18 year old, you know? And when you're eight, there's yeah. nothing cooler than a 16 year old. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And when you're 32, you, there's nothing cooler than a 50 year old. 
It just keeps going. I, I'm like all I'm 40 and I'm like really geeking out over 48 year olds <laughs> right now. I think they're so cool. That'd be funny if there's like a guy who's uh what's the oldest person in the world, like 110, and he's like, I don't think anybody's cool. Oh, <laughs> oh come on. He just thinks of imaginary cool guys that are yeah. 118. To me, I goes all the way around and I think a baby's cool. <laughs> yeah. It goes all the way around, for, sir. For me, it goes all the way around. <laughs> all the way around. It goes all the okay, way around. Okay, fine. Yeah. I I think a sequoia tree is cool. Oh, God. Oh, God. Those are oh, 500 God. years old, sir. I can't win. Well, keep in mind my brain is not all there. Okay, fine. Well, get the <laughs> fuck out of here, you old geezer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. You old weezer geezer. Get you a hug. <laughs> <laughs> of all the Weezer songs to sing, an album cut from Pinkerton. <laughs> also, the way he wagged his finger like an old man. That really sold me on that. <laughs> that was an acting move for me to get me into the voice. <laughs> get you a <laughs> finger really wagging. <laughs> all right. Uh, do you guys feel caught up with your boys? I feel good and caught up. Now I can, we can move on in our journey. Yeah, sure. Oh, also I'll say that it was, it was very charming how Donatello's, whoever played Donatello, they found him like firmly in the grasp of puberty. His voice oh, is yeah. cracking the whole movie. Yeah. It's very funny. There was a moment in the movie, I, I won't explain the whole movie, but uh, the four turtles are like just kind of hanging out, doing something. They're talking to April and all four of them are being like silly teenage kids. Yes. And it's just like, oh, man, that is exactly how teenage kids act. They just, like, all go off at the same time, and they're excited about talking over each other, showing off and stuff. Yep. So it was good. Enough turtle talk, though. Yeah. It's time for booze news. Hit it. What is up? Tim, Mike, and Jefferson D. (laughs) What you gonna drink this up? Can't you just tell it to me? It's booze Tim, Mike, and Jefferson D. What you gonna drink this up? Can't you just tell it to me? It's booze news. So I got that going for me, which is nice. (laughs) Theme from Sloppy Shack was sent to us by Red, a.k.a. Danny Noonan, on the Discord. How appropriate. That's great. Subscribe to our Patreon if you want access to the Discord so you can chop it up with Danny Noonan and the other slopheads. And if you have a booze news theme, email it to the Sloppy Boys Podcast at gmail.com. Nice. Damn, that was good. I'm not used to being called Jefferson. Jefferson D. Not not in the modern era. Not unless I'm in deep <laughs> trouble. I feel like I used to call you Jefferson a lot. Now you these days you're Dutz. Or my little duddy buddy. Oh, you yeah. thank you, thank you. <laughs> the JD. Very few people will insist on, no, I like Jefferson. Well, I remember you saying that your your mom back like when you were like a, <laughs> oh, but a yeah. church boy, people call you Jeff and you say, yes. his name is Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> I would get a phone call and they'd say, hey, oh, is Jeff there? And I would hear her say, his name is Jefferson. <laughs> Oh, mortifying. Is Jeff there? It's Raph. Uh, I want to see if he wants to meet up with me, Mikey, Donatello, and Leonardo. (laughs) Donnie just fixed the pizza thrower. (laughs) I love in in this song, though, I love how uh, Tim, Mike, and Jefferson D, as lyricists, the three of us know the feeling of trying to get something to fit. And you're like, I could call him Jeff Dutton. No, I'll call him Jefferson D. (laughs) 
when something hit fits that when you're writing a song or a parody song and something fits and you're just like, oh, awesome. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. I don't have to make some weird phrase. It's the rest. <laughs> uh, going to Jefferson, going back to Jefferson, I was, uh, we all know Ben Axelrad, yes. buddy of ours. Sure, friend of the pod. We were, uh, actually, we saw the Turtles movie together and we were walking around in uh, outside the theater and this guy walked by who was like tall, taller than you, Jeff, thinner than you, but like had longer blonde hair and like... <laughs> I pointed him out to, to uh, Ben because I was like, hey, look, it's uh, Rich Jeff Dutton because he had like linen pants on and like nice sunglasses and a nice like blue kind of flowy shirt. Did you snap a pic? No, I, I tried to. But uh, Ben was like, that's a guy who really should be called Jefferson Dutton. <laughs> <laughs> he like put the Jefferson in Jeff Dutton. Ooh, he lives up to the name. <laughs> you bequeath the name to him. <laughs> You've here you go. You've earned it. I've been doing that a lot. I've been seeing a lot of versions of people that I saw. Uh, you saw a fake <laughs> Dave out Ferg. Dave Ferguson. Yeah, this guy was so close to Ferg, oh, I yeah. couldn't believe it. That was great. I I saw a fake out Ferg the other day, and I wanted to take a picture so I could text it to you guys on that same chain. And then this guy kind of clocked me, taking getting a little too excited to see him, and turning around with my phone, and I I I had to act like I was just checking my stocks. <laughs> They're up. Down. Oh. Um, you guys want to hear today's booze news? Yes, yes. please. Uh sent to me by Danny T on Instagram. Um, this is a recent article from the New York Times. Oh. The new look in cocktails, oh. layers and stripes. Really? Layers and stripes in cocktails. So not on not on the runways of Milan. <laughs> no, that's all checkers and polka. Not dots. in your wardrobe, but in in your glass? In your liquid, shape-shifting liquid drink. Layers and stripes. Yes, in your wet, wet, watery receptacles. <laughs> before you go on, before you go on, Tim, how many of you remember 123 Jello? Not me. Uh, I can picture it, but I don't think I've ever had it. It was Jello that had three layers. Uh-huh. A, a classic Jello, like a lighter version and then like a foam on top. It was like oh, a yeah, three yeah, yeah, yeah. layers of jello. A foam. <laughs> like a pudding, you mean? Or like a, a, a flop? Like a meringue up top. <laughs> Tim, go ahead. <laughs> is, is it something that you liked or it just existed or was it big in the Dutton household? I remember wanting it and then tasting it and being like, mm, I think I just <laughs> like jello. Mom, I think I just like Jello. I thought you would, Jefferson, so I got you orange. Yeah, you texted it. You looked up at your parents. You said, Mom, Dad, this is a fail. <laughs> Post your L, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> no flying the W for you. Oh. oh. Um, so this is layers and stripes. Um, are you guys seeing this? Because I, I feel like I uh, it is ringing a bell. We're talking about floaters, oh, and we're talking about sinkers. Sinker is that oh. where you pour some of the heavy thing that sinks down to the bottom of your drink, like a tequila sunrise. Yeah, the sinker doesn't get the love that the floater gets. Yeah. <laughs> hey, here's a heavy, dense thing. Check it out. <laughs> Can I get a Coke with a whiskey sinker? <laughs> Ooh, this sinker is a stinker. It's the same thing, just like you're pouring mm. the 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 Amari or whatever it is in. If it's heavy, it goes down the bottom. It's a sinker. If it's light, it stays up top, like a, like the Grand Marnier in a Cadillac uh, Margarita. That Beautiful. that there is a floater. Mm. But the I'm looking at this. The, the article is yeah. It, it lists a bunch of places in Brooklyn. 
it mentions bad Roman in Manhattan and then and all across the country. We're talking about hip spots and brunchy drinks and stuff flashing colors and stripes and gradients. Jeff, you're a fan of the gradient. Oh, I love a gradient. Ooh, I love a gradient. You think you think a uh, you think a, a tequila sunrise is in this world? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, Mike. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I think that's kind of the OG. And then these are all the drinks mentioned in the article are sort of like new concoctions, but it feels like the the, the tequila sunrise is, is like almost like the icon the, that you're the chasing. North Star ingredients. Mm. Mm. But it made me also think about our beloved Bramble. Oh my what? god! Oh, no, 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 no. How the hell? What in the fuck? What's the meaning fuck? of this intrusion? Uh, okay, okay, for the listener, Mike Mitchell just came into the chat. This is unprecedented. Holy You shit. think you can record an episode about Mike Ties without my tie, Mitch? <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Damn! Damn. We told him last episode, we said Mitch was the guy who, when I think of Mai Tais, he's a yeah. ordering guy. And we got a lot of heat for not bringing in Mitch last episode. And here we oh, are. really? <laughs> <laughs> we got lambasted in the press. You think your boy's not going to talk about Mai Tais for a few minutes with you? <laughs> for a few minutes? No, stay the hour. <laughs> just a few minutes. <laughs> I was told just a few. 49? <laughs> Maybe a little less. <laughs> <laughs> As I live and breathe, we got Twisted Metal's own Mike Mitchell right here. That's right. <sighs> wow. Congrats on the show, Mitch. You're a star. Thank you, Catman. Yeah, congrats on the show. You're great on it. And let me tell you, if there was no Mai Tais in the post-apocalypse, I wouldn't want to live. That's how I feel about them. <laughs> hey, spoiler alert. <laughs> Oh, this is a post-apocalypse? Yeah, people who don't want to even look at the trailer poster. <laughs> All right, that's fair. I was going to say it would be weird if there was an apocalypse and there were Mai Tais. Um, and if that were the only drink that had survived is a very complicated <laughs> old tea. Tim, drink. you know that it's an easy drink to make. It's not that hard. <gasps> Mitch. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a, do you, in your liquor mm. cabinet, actually for you, I've been in your kitchen. It's a mm. counter. It's a corner of the counter with a lot of great liquor mm. options. Do you have uh, like Curacao and, do you, and does the fridge have Orgeat? Or do you have all that How stuff? How do you do it? Because there's a lot of different ones. The simple, the one that I've probably, have you gotten into the talk of Mai Tais yet? Or am I, am I jumping the gun? This is the second episode of Mai Tais. So, because we did one last oh, year. What now, the now, fuck? Last week <laughs> and now we're doing a, a new ver variation on it. Not new, but just different. We last week we did the classic. We used the the International Bartenders Association recipe, and then we were like, it was like Trader Vic style. It was Trader Vic yeah. style, and then we were like, "Hey, maybe next we'll do the Trader Vic original." And then we looked up, and we're like, "No, it was pretty much that is what we did." So we're about to do the Don the Beachcomber mm. original, which is because they had a, a rivalry, but this is an entirely different ingredients. But I think when people say Mai Tai, they're thinking of the Trader Vic one with Orjat and Curacao yeah. and all this. And the stuff. I got that I got that dry Curacao, which is which is great. There's like a you, specific you're making them. You're yeah. making them at home, Mitch. Yeah, I make them. Wow. I can make them at home. I can make them pretty I decent. I did not one. expect I've, that. I've got a bunch of different rums. Catman, you saw a few of them when you were. Catman's got the Mai Tai eye. That's what I call it. He's got a yeah. Mai Tai eye. <laughs> yeah, you can see it when you look at my face. Prowling the room. <laughs> Mai Tai. <laughs> you, you saw the rums on my table. Actually, you know what? I should go see what I have, and I'll I'll, I'll bring back. I wonder if I have successful ingredients for a Mai Tai. I'll be right back. I'm going to check. <laughs> 
Success. Successful. Let's see. Talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, we got to wrap up booze news. All right, that's it for booze news. Great. Um, also, Mitch, that was it was so funny. You said, okay, I'm going to go to my get into the kitchen and get my rums. You left up, you're sitting on your couch. You left out the screen one way. And then, and then two se- you're off the screen, and then two seconds later, you were behind the couch walking. <laughs> you did a, a full <laughs> pass through the frame again. Because the way your sectional couch works, you had to walk away from the kitchen, go behind the couch. But it was a real cartoonish, <laughs> like, pa- pass by. Like you were going to do an Austin Powers bit, like a canoe <laughs> bit back there. Who, first of all, who sanctioned this uh, Mitchell coming on the show? What was What is this? Ooh. Mitch, I, I, you were angrily trying at just random <laughs> video conference rooms yeah. until you found our meeting. I right? tried. I've been in a bunch of Zencaster rooms. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, we're making the scorpion here. Oh, fuck. Cool. Sorry, right. I'm looking for the Mai Tai. I was on the cat. Was at the cat ranch for a second. Oh yeah, all the different podcasts. You, you stopped by Smartless. <laughs> yeah, I was on Smartless. I was on WTF. I was on the Joe Rogan Experience for Oh, JRE. That's big. And let me tell you, he's got some good ideas. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I grabbed every every Mai Tai related booze except I left I left some Myers dark rum over there. Ooh, that's I didn't, I didn't I didn't I didn't grab every single bit of of booze, but I I, All right, real quick, Mitch, what are you watching? Honestly, just in the background, I'm not watching it as Zombieland 2 Double Tap. Okay, <laughs> just just for my my view, it looks exactly like you're watching it because your eyes are going back and forth on a screen behind your computer. I, 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 <laughs> and it's flashing I'm on your face. I'm not watching it, but it does add light to the room. It just was on in the background on mute. I know, I'm fucking with this, this is the post-credits. Bill, Al Roker has just turned to a zombie, and Bill Murray is uh, is, uh, is is fighting zombies. Oh, they got him back. Well, I'm sorry I asked. Keep going. They got him back. He, comes, he came back for, oh, Jeff, I didn't know. I thought you were saying, like, he's... He's back. He's like out of trouble. He's no, back. no, no. He's still in trouble. <laughs> no, because it was like a cameo in the first one. It's weird to then have this surprise cameo. Be like, yeah, and he's in this. Yeah, one he's again. at the he's at the end of of two, uh, I believe. I mean, the, from what I'm seeing right here, it looks like he's. Uh, <laughs> if my eyes aren't deceiving me, Ooh. it looks like they got him for more than a day. Spoiler alert! To bound. This is a big. This is Murray is like really fighting zombies here at the Garfield three uh, premiere or something. Oh my god. Uh, Anyway, I got a, I got, I got some boozes here. This is Tim. I think you're gonna like some of these. What about his friend Jeff? Yeah, Je- Jeff and Mike. Jeff and Mike Hanford don't have to worry about it. Uh, but Tim should be. I told you, Tim's got the Mai Tai eye. It's, oh, Tim's the chugger. <laughs> Tim's got the Mai yeah, Tai. Tim does eye. this. I'm. You're such a fan of Tim. <laughs> What's we all know have? you looked up to him in college, <laughs> and now it's this. <laughs> We did it well. I didn't know Mitch in college, but he knew of me because I was sort of a big <laughs> Jesus Christ. And it's it's lasted all this. Tim, is it okay if I have this type of booze in my liquor cabinet? <laughs> hey, you know, you know what you got? What brown eye? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> eye for shit? Yeah, it's a, it means butthole, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think we all got that. Mitch, you're, you're still very loud. Can you turn down just a little bit? <laughs> I came down a little bit. What a fancy mic. Oh, oh my look God. at that microphone. That. It was all like touch. Uh... I was, this is a sure, sure microphone. I'm Ooh. sure it is. <laughs> Mike sure. Yeah. It's hard to, if you work in show business, there's Mike sure, there's sure mics. It's, it's got to be weird. confusing for certain people. <laughs> did this come, did it come down when I did that? It did. Uh-huh. Okay. A little bit. Okay. Um, Mitch, 
tell us before you show us the runs you have, you said you didn't bring Myers over. Me and Jeff were just talking Myers earlier today. What do you think of Myers' dark Jamaican rum? You like I like it? it. Were you guys bad-mouthing it? Because I think it's 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 great. I mean, look, with your with your topper, this is your floater in the Mai Tai, right? With your with your dark rum. That's a go-to floater in a lot of things for me. Yeah. I mean, when I'm thinking about the classic Mai Tai, a lot, do a, some of them don't even call for I call myself the Mai Tai guy. Now I'm asking you guys questions. <laughs> they, they don't even, they don't, a lot of them don't even ask for the floater, right? Like, uh, right. Uh, that's only in some of them. Yeah, last week's I didn't think happened. No, but yeah. all the recipes we're seeing across the board have two rums. One's gold, one's dark. So there's always dark in mm. the mix uh, for the most. Actually, no, that's not even true of last week. So I'm talking about my ass. But I, I quite commonly see the dark floater on top, Mitch, but it's not in either of Trader Vic or Don the Beachcomber's original recipes. Look, a floater with rum, not too bad. A floater when you go into the bathroom. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> what do you care worst. what it's doing in there? <laughs> no, that's the worst. <laughs> Once it's outside of you, you know, why do you give a shit? Why does why is it what's with a floater? What happens there? It's like you ate you had too much cotton candy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Too much air. Or eat too much helium. <laughs> Mitch, what what if I if I could uh, just swing this away from the turd talk and into back to the Mai Tai. Uh when did you start drinking these? What's your history? When did you say, Oh, this is a Mitchy fave? Um look, I drank illegally when I was younger but having like a mixed i think that there was a combo of a thing of like my mom and dad being like try this tropical drink and being like oh this is like i don't like booze when i'm little but this is Mm. like close uh, close enough to something i like and then as soon as i probably when i was like 21 or look we all i think everyone's first introduction to my ties is like more like a jungle juice right that's that's i mean like that's like the gateway. I'm. Th- I was picturing like you, you were on vac. You were on vacation somewhere and tried one. Was like, ooh, I'm going to see if these are around in my real life. I, th- I, th- I think that that was Hanford. Probably like I went to Aruba when I was a, mm. a senior in in college, and I feel like I had some mai tais then and liked them. But I always liked rum. I was always a rum. I'm. O- I've always been a big rum fan. I think it's my favorite booze. Mm. That's good. Yeah. Nice. Does anyone ever do rum shots? I guess there's like rum types of rum, like mix shots eh. or something. Yeah, I like feel like college kid, like idiots. Yeah, but you don't, you don't just like give me a shot of rum. Captain Morgan's was big. There was sort of a Bacardi era when we were in college, uh, around the time of that song. It was like girls are on the way where the Bacardi at. Hey, where's Bacardi at? <laughs> but I don't feel like people do rum and gin are not uh, uh, shot shooters. I feel like gin. Even maybe I would have a shot of more when I was young. Like I, I feel like that's funny to say because I feel like. I wouldn't know. I would love to see what I ordered in college. I'm sure that I ordered <laughs> yeah, shots right. of bullshit like that. But vodka and tequila and whiskey. Yeah, vodka shots, I feel like we're more like my first introduction Ugh. of shots. is like, Ugh. we yeah. got vodka, the, one of the cheapest gross. things. But I like, Mitch, the, speaking of you ordering things and, and bringing it back to the Mai Tai, you as a Mai Tai enthusiast, you're pretty bold about ordering Mai Tais, like I order a Mai Tai at a tiki bar yeah. and it's it's my favorite tiki drink and I wear them a lot. I feel like I've been sitting with you at a normal restaurant yeah. and then it's just, a, there's no cocktail menu. And they say, sir, Tim, what would you like to drink? I said, oh, I'll have a Budweiser. And then Mitch, what would you like to drink? And you go, do you do Mai Tai? 
and I've seen you get them made for you. The, uh, you know, at, at birds. Yeah. A chicken restaurant. <laughs> uh, they've they've made you like a big orange juicy juice bomb mai tai. A rooster walks across the uh, bar with a drink on its back right up to me. <laughs> that's what for people who didn't go to birds. That that was their thing. They had live uh, roosters <laughs> delivering servers. There's feathers in this damn drink. Tim, you're right. I'm not a uh, I am not a mai tai snob. Um, I will I'll I'll I'll, I'll try any attempt of at, at a mai tai. Because that is basically, you know, the break. And probably the Mai Tai that I tried first is like one that had orange juice in it. You know, like there, there's that. Those are also technically, I guess, Mai Tais of like orange juice and what? Pineapple juice and rum and, and, uh, and Lime, I, that's, pro- yeah, yeah, that's probably stuff. what made me, that's probably what made me fall in love with it. A lot of house Mai Tais. Yeah. Places will be like, there's our house Mai Tai and then our Trader Vic, and the house usually has pineapple juice in it or orange juice or something like that. Oh, and you know what? The house always wins. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, he's right. (laughs) Yeah. And when it comes to um, Fox on um, uh, Mm -hmm. Thursday nights in the early 2000s, house always wins. The demo. The demo. The demographic. Tim and I were running around that fox lot uh, back when the house was king. <laughs> house was king. Yeah, I I met Hugh Laurie because I brought James L. Brooks's uh, script to him for him to read, and then he went in his trailer and he was like, "I'll be right back." <laughs> and then he came back in like ten minutes, and I was like, "Dude, you didn't fucking read the whole feature. You just read your lines." Get your little British butt back up there and read the whole thing. Did you know I was a sketch comedian before this? I'll tell James, okay? (laughs) Uh, And for me, uh, a house truck, a truck from the show House delivering a piece of medical equipment, I think like an MRI machine that they used on, they used like real medical equipment, uh, tore off my bumper. And then it was in my car for for like a year, if you all That's what that was? Yes, yes. I, I, I do remember. You used to that, have your yeah. bumper in your car, in the, your back seat for a while. Yeah, that's it. went It went from the back seat basically into the front seat. It was like it, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. Actually, it actually went from the trunk into the back seat, almost into the front seat. It was it was. Did they pay for that? Yeah, eventually, but it was like a huge pain in the ass and cost me money. It was one of those things where it was like I truly got fucked over bad because of it. Did it move? Did the bumper move from the trunk to the backseat because there were so many birthday boy sketch props in the trunk that there was no room anymore? A hundred percent. That was a, <laughs> kind of a I think it was a divider between wigs and and, uh, and wardrobe. Yeah, that was a, that was a black hole of, <laughs> of props. It was a huge pain in the ass, and it, I it took me so long to get it fixed. Of course, uh, and I wasn't. Uh, the car was parked when it happened, and then I do remember. I think I kicked Hugh Laurie's ass. <laughs> What are you? Yeah. What is the meaning of this? Ouch! Me, my word. <laughs> I'm trying to read a script, young man. <laughs> <laughs> but Tim, I'm with you in the. Uh, I mean, my favorite type is like a good tiki, a good tiki bar mai tai. And let me tell you, I went to the tiki tea recently, and I feel like people can be tough on tiki tea and be like, "I was with my mom really? and sister." I mean, I, I, oh, I, oh, oh, newcomers. Okay. I think, I, yeah. I, and look, I even think that, that Tiki Tea can have days where the drinks are great and then days where the drinks are not as good. There's too many, there's too many ways to fuck it up. There's too many stops on the fuck it up train. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not welcoming. 
It's one of the best bars in the world, even though it's annoying to even get into. Yes. Well, I just mean a tiki drink in general has so many ingredients that a one thing could flip it off. It's such the gold standard for tiki that my brain doesn't work. Like, I feel like if whatever they do is correct and I'm just like, I guess I don't like a painkiller or I guess I don't like yeah, a scorpion. Yeah. And then if, uh, if, or if you don't like the vibe, you're like, I guess I don't like tiki bars. Like to me, it just is, that's the thing, you know? But last time I was there, they knocked it out of the park. That's where I got this hat. Uh, they really, uh, they really knocked it out of the park. Hat, anyway, I went to hat. tiki, I went to tiki no not too long ago and I actually had a pretty mm. good Mai Tai there too. I like tiki no. That's a great place up in the Valley, right? I like it yep. too, but it is so much more of like a bar. It's more of a bar than a tiki bar, I feel like. Okay. I'm saying like it is so much more of like a place where like people are going to go in and have beers. And like yeah. you can get tiki drinks too. And it does have tiki theme. It just feels like a place where like you're going to get a lot of. That's true. Like if you go to, if you go to Tonga Room and – or sorry, it's a Tonga Hut. Tonga Hut. Yeah. If you go to Tonga Hut and you go to Tiki Tea – those are two places are like those are the hard those those are the hardcore ones where they don't care about anything else. Yeah. Yes. Like you, I, you I maybe I don't even know if you can get, can get beers in in Tiki Tea. I don't think Isn't it can, at Tiki right? Tea there's kind of a funny uh there's thing one. they have there it's like there's one can of beer that's yeah. been there since the 80s and it's like nobody orders this or you have to drink <laughs> The price it like keeps going up. It's like a can of Corona for $30 and oh. like it's the last beer. Yeah. I and I I'm, I mean I'm getting a Mai Tai anyways, but I like the classic my Italian Tim and the rest. Mm-hmm. He just has the. <laughs> Thank you. He's got the Mai Tai eye. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who sanctioned this? It, not even Tim. Well, I guess that kind of narrows it down. Um, <laughs> it was you, Mike. <laughs> Ooh, dry curacao. Very nice. Yeah, baby. That's good stuff. Ooh, I like that. that I like very that. Good. What's the name of that brand? That, that stuff's so good. Pierre Ferrand. Per, uh, how do you say it? Here, I'm going to show you a close Yeah, up. Pierre Ferrand. Pierre Ferrand. And that's like. People act like Curacao and Triple Sec are interchangeable, but when you get that fancy, dry, Frenchy stuff, it really is dry and it really is delicious. Is it like the way there's vermouth can be dry? Um, like that yeah. same kind of taste? I have no idea what I'm talking about. Oh, no, it doesn't taste like vermouth, but it's just dry, dry or less sweet. Ah. Remember Pierre Bernard and his, his recliner of rage? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On Conan. <laughs> You got a recliner yeah. rage. Was that Conan out here in L.A. or when he was in New York? No, that was New. That was yeah. I think that was New York. Uh, uh, Dawn of the Dead remake is on Dutz. Nice. You got the zombie eye. Tim doesn't like zombie movies. He doesn't want to watch them. Tim, I love zombie movies. The zombie movies are laughably bad. Last week I pitched watching Night, Dawn, and Day in October, and they poo pooed me. Mitch, can you? We didn't poo poo. We said, "Why don't we do four movies? Just you can curate." Tim poo pooed. Tim poo pooed. Well, Tim, he's that's he's playing his character. I would have done it if you had pitched a fourth movie, but to say, hey, it's it's zombie movie month, and we're watching three zombie movies all month. They're like, what the fuck's wrong with you? That's all right, we'll do four. We'll do four. That's what I'm saying, Jeff. Just curate, just curate a, a movie month. All right, all right. I pitched Hubie Halloween, and you shit all over me. <laughs> I also can't. Mitch is so loud. I'm turning him down, and now I can't hear you guys. I'm yeah. You gotta over you gotta keep touching that fancy mic. It's it's adjusted itself. It wants it wants me to be louder. There, there I turn it down more. <laughs> Star of the show. It's AI, man. I think that you, Jeff, you could watch all of the Romero. I mean, you could just watch all the Romero. Yeah, I don't want to watch Land of the Dead. What about One Cut of the Dead, a new one? Ooh, that's a good one. One Cut of the Dead. One Cut is deeper. Day of the Dead is my favorite Romero. That's that's the best one. Anyway, when do they go into the mall? I used to be a Dawn guy, and now I'm a Day guy. 
Day's the best one. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Next bottle, please. <laughs> yeah, next bottle, please. Next bottle, please. <laughs> Angrily. Next bottle. <laughs> um, I got. I got some Orjat. This is this is from Liquid Alchemist. Okay, that's Ooh. a good one. Yeah, baby. It's it's not my favorite of the of of all the art jets I've had, but it's still okay. Yeah. That's a good one. I think in general it's the nuttier the better. And you can yeah. see by the top of that mm. bottle the fact that it's congealed a bit, that's a good sign. It means it's a nutty one. Yeah, we got some nut <laughs> up top. <laughs> oh, okay. Mitchell. There's your floater. We're dealing with some look at that. It's clear. And then we got some nut right at the top. Oh brother. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> that or John isn't even open. This man's never made a my tie in his home in his life. <laughs> <laughs> now Hanford. I got three different rums, honestly, here. I'm not a rum guy. Talk to these guys. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to be included, and now. Ooh, that one's real nice. Hold it up. What is that? Ooh, it's, it's got a rope around it. This is Plantation Jamaican Rum, and this is... I've heard of that. This is Zamaica Special Dry. Uh, X-A-Y-M-A-C-A. Right, so this is like a gold or an amber rum. That looks great. That's cool. With It's got like a rope on it. And it looks like you, you caught it with a net. Is that how you got it? Yeah, I caught it with a net. It comes with in a decorative net. <laughs> it was floating by your house. You don't have a lot of snare traps around your house. Hurricane Hillary, I was I was I was uh I was fishing for some <laughs> bottles going by. That's what I got. Um I haven't opened this yet. I actually haven't I have three. I, I mean I guess we should we should probably try I, I told you that my plan was Catman. Mm-hmm. Um when we did um when when we did the lineup. Mm-hmm. I told you my plan was to do a Mai Tai tasting um, because this is another plantation rum, and this is Isle of Fiji, Ooh. another one I caught wow. in the hurricane. Looks fun. Another amber gold fella. It's a big step up for Fiji. Usually they're just making water, but now they're making amber rum. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only two drinks in Fiji. He's still got it. Um, and finally, this is the big one. This is this is the big this boy. Is, this is the big one. Appleton Estate 8 Reserve. It's the hard oh. one to get. Oh, yes. Ooh. Mitchell throwing down the big bucks for the for the uh, reserve. Me and Jeff are drinking Signature, which is about half the price of that stuff. That is really mm. if you want if you want to taste like a tiki bar, that's the secret. Appleton Estates, that right. fancy shit. I did see uh somebody was recommending for today's drink Bacardi 8, and I couldn't come mm-hmm. across it. I did find Bacardi 10, which I almost got, but I did pivot right back to the Appleton because it's just so tiki friendly. Pivot like me on the basketball court. (laughs) 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 So people like Bacardi 8, eh? It said that would be a substitute for it. was like a good substitute for this. uh, For the dark room? Yeah, we haven't even gotten into the recipe yet. Oh, yeah. Let's uh, maybe we should do that. I, we got to make these things. I want to drink. Yeah, we got to make them. I, got, I mean, I, mean, I got a whole history of Don the Beachcomber and the whole and the oh. drink. Should I do I do that or do I skip it or what? You're gonna I... bore Mitch. Well, Mitch, are, Mitch, are you making the drink with us? No, let me hear. I want to hear. <laughs> I know, but are you making the drink too? I may. I maybe I'll try to make one. I mean, I, I don't know. How, I think your volume's I, loud because you're shouting. <laughs> I need. I need. I need. I need limes. Right. That's the big thing. Is I need some limes. Yeah. I mean, it's a thing. I have lime juice, but man, Perfect. it's not going to be as good. No, it's not. But there you go. <laughs> like roses, roses, like the 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 yeah. bottle. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that'll work. It'll be like an '80s mai tai. That's fine. Um, 
I want to play for okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna I was gonna talk for a long time about Don the Beachcomber and uh, Trader Vic and their debacle over who invented the Mai Tai. I'm gonna skip it, but I do have one thing I want to play, which is a tape I brought, mm. and uh, and this would be educational. And even Mitch will be interested in this two minute tape. Hit it. Nice. What is up, Calpique here, uh, reporting live on the scene in Hollywood. I'm gonna go see where the original Don the Beachcomber was. Um, right now, uh, I'm, I'm standing on the corner of Hollywood Boulevard and McCadden. McCadden Place is where the store was. So I'm on the north side of Hollywood. When I, when I look east, I'm seeing kind of like over there would be like Musso and Frank which you may know from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And this is kind of the stretch uh, that they drive, Cliff Booth and Dalton, Rick Dalton drive through here. This, like you would recognize this apartment building, it's a Scientology building, but it's in the movie. Um, I'm across from the, the, the Egyptian theater and right next to it, Mr. Tempo, which used to be uh, the Pig and Whistle. And below that was Cloak ah. and Dagger, where, mm -hmm. uh, where Middleditch did his swinging. And when I look to the west, I see the center of Hollywood, El Capitan, the Disney theater, and you know, where Jimmy Kimmel Live shoots. But, but directly here on the corner of McCadden and Hollywood Boulevard is none other than a Starbucks where they sell sous vide egg bites. And hey, there's a Taco <laughs> Bell cantina. We should go there for the pod because they serve tequila. Okay, I'm rounding the corner at the, the Museum of Illusions, which is one of these kind of fake museums nobody cares about. And I'm looking up at McCadden Place and folks, as expected with everything in LA that is now gone, it is luxury apartments. <laughs> it says, this is like a big cube and it says beautiful apartments now leasing. Whack. Uh, so that's at, at 1722. There's kind of, there's a, a little empty lot here at 1720 and then at 1724 is the apartment. So somewhere around here was a dope little hideaway. Uh, this is cool because you're very close to the middle of Hollywood during the big Hollywood golden age years, but you're kind of tucked away in a little back alley. And then after two years, they moved across the street here to, uh, was 1727, and that is luxury apartments, beautiful square cube buildings. Um, <laughs> nice. And what's so funny about these luxury apartments and everything in Hollywood is like, I don't care when stuff gets, it's like, oh, old stuff goes away and new stuff comes, but who's buying and leasing these apartments? Who, to have enough money to live in the center of Hollywood, but to be stupid enough to want to live in the center <laughs> of Hollywood takes a real fucking moron type of a person okay back to the studio <laughs> so on that very spot in 1933 the day after prohibition ended don the beachcomber opened the first tiki bar ever wow cool. and now wow. we are going to make his mai tai recipe not trader vic's mai tai recipe that came out of oakland 10 years later but listen to the recipe that came that his widow eventually shared because he was very secretive one ounce gold rum, one and a half ounce dark rum, one ounce grapefruit juice, uh, three quarters of an ounce lime juice, half an ounce Cointreau or triple sec, 
a quarter ounce falernum. We have some of that from when we made zombies. It's a classic weirdo clovey Don Beach ingredient. Um, six drops of pernode, which tastes like black licorice. Uh, dash of Angostura bitters, mint sprig to garnish. Place all ingredients except mint in a cocktail shaker filled with ice. Shake well and pour unstrained into a double old fashioned glass. Garnish with fresh mint. So it's very different, guys. It's yeah. got grapefruit and yeah. falernum instead of or jot. Fuck, I don't have mint. I don't have mint. God damn it. Neither do I. <laughs> uh, Mitch, I just sent you last week's recipe in case that gets you any closer to the hole. I think I could make last week's recipe. Oh, nice. By the way, just uh, an update. Thomas Middleditch also in Zombieland Double Tap. Perfect. <laughs> 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 and Jeff, they just played the intro to Dawn of the Dead, which is a great the remake. The best it's the best part. Yeah. What year is that from? Hanford, I saw the preview for they showed the entire intro preview on cable. I believe maybe after like W like a WWE show. Uh-huh. And I watched it in the Emerson Suites ah. with in, in, in Ithaca with Matt Grano. And I think you came and got dinner with us. So 2004, maybe? 2003? That's wild. Specific memory. Interesting. Now, was that the one where they it's it starts in a mall? Uh, it, it ends up in a mall. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. A mall Clooney. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, one of my internships in L.A. was at Strike Entertainment, which was a wow. short-lived production company, but they have a credit on Dawn of the Dead. And now you're and now striking. We're striking. That's right. <gasps> Hanford. It's how it works. It's very cyclical. Very cyclical. Wow. Um. I also want to give one shout out to a drink I used to make Ooh. back in the day. That's probably Mai Tai inspired in a way. Can I say it? Yeah. The Hurricane Mitch? That's right, nuts. <laughs> I remember that. What is it? It's orange juice and what? Or rum and orange juice? It's it's Captain Morgan's and orange juice, right? Captain Morgan's orange juice and ice. That's good. I can make one of those right now. I got the ingredients. Hanford, I think you'll love it. No, that should be its own episode. Well, we, that should, we should have you back. We'll do that for real. Yeah, we should do that sometime. Yeah, that's great. We'll do another. We go to Mitch's house and get gets trashed, and, uh, and we'll do another lineup too. <laughs> another lineup, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Why not? Just treat, treating lineups like it's like, yeah, we'll have some Hurricane Mitches. Maybe we'll have a few lineups as well. <laughs> <laughs> I got a friend out here. You guys know him, Tommy McNamara. Uh, he listens to the podcast. He's a comedian out here. Funny guy. Funny guy. We uh, he wants to do a, a lineup. He's also on my summer basketball team, and we we're like, okay, after this one game at. You know, we had a 10 o'clock in the morning game. I was like, let's do it. I got nothing to do all day. And we were like, yeah, yeah, okay, great. We're going to do lineups at 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and we, he got to the game, and I was, was hungover for the game. And, like, I could, he was late, and I could tell he had a night out, too. And we didn't talk about the whole game. And afterwards, I was like, so what do you think about this lineup thing? He's like, ah, you know, if we didn't do it today, that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. <laughs> so we haven't, done, we haven't done it yet. Doing it, doing it after some sort of physical activity, and uh, I think it's a good way to do it. But we were like, we got to go eat like a whole pizza and then go do it. So we were just like on fumes from playing basketball. Uh, also, we realized it'd probably be like $100 at a bar to do one of those. Yeah, it's exp- it's not unexpensive. <laughs> All right, well, should we do it? Should we make it? Yeah, let's go do it. And um, folks, why don't you sit tight and listen to these ads and we'll be right back after this. Does our jet go bad? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Folks, I'm going to tell you something that you won't even believe. 2024 is half over. Is that nuts? That is wild. Where has this year gone? It's gone so quickly. Let me ask you this. What's something you're proud of in 2024? Ooh, have you hit on something that you really love? Have you hit on something that you accomplished and said, Oh, F yeah, I really did it, baby. And what's something you still want to accomplish this year? I'm telling you, life goes fast, and when it goes so fast, it's important to take a moment to celebrate your wins. Maybe you got married. Maybe you got a raise at work. Maybe you bowled the perfect game at league night. You need to take a second and say, you know what? I did a good job, and I'm happy. And it's also important to make adjustments for the rest of the year. Now, listen to this. Therapy can help you take stock of your progress and set achievement goals for the next six months. Now, I've told you this before. I have benefited from therapy. And in this specific case, I have gone in and said, hey, I'm, I got this you know, a big trip coming up. I'm stressed about it. And the therapist I had at the time gave me the tools to sort of relax, break it all down, and realize it's not such a big deal. And aside from that, therapy is helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it's not just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, ooh, flexible, wow, and suited to your schedule, okay. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. In our busy lives, take a moment. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Sloppy Boys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Sloppy Boys. And I'll see you in 2025. Let's see him. Michael, beautiful, Michael will get beautiful. here. Ooh, Dutch. Uh, iconic. Ooh, Jeff with the garnishes. Ooh, Looking nice. Ooh, a little tahini pineapple up top. Mine looks a little bit Ooh. cloudy. Um, 
We all look the same. Even though Mitch had a different recipe, we all have sort of a plum-colored, cloudy duck sauce. Yeah, mine looks like cider. (laughs) Yeah, duck sauce is the better. Hey, speaking of duck sauce, I, I knew that crab rangoon was invented at a tiki bar. It's it's not like uh, it was. It's invented at a, at Trader Vic's. Um, it's not an authentic dish, but I just learned that Don the Beachcomber invented the poo poo platter. Wow! Wow! Really? <whistles> yep. That's like solid East Coast Chinese food. East it Coast really American is. Chinese food, or at least from my perspective. He kind of he traveled the South Pacific. Then when he came to inventing drinks, he was kind of biting the uh, the planter's punch from Jamaica. But then when it came to food, he was kind of do just like doing like Americanized Chinese food. It's a re- that, it's a funny it, amalgamation. I mean, it's funny too because I think uh, a lot of us discovered tiki drinks through 100%. Americanized Chinese yes. food. Like, there's no real reason why um, the Maple Garden in Londonderry, New Hampshire, would serve my ties, but they did. Jeff, that is that's almost every East Coast. Uh, I mean, not every, but so many East Coast Chinese food restaurants are also tiki bars. That is carrying the torch yeah. for tiki. Yeah, it's it's funny that it's more that uh, we had that too. Eng's in Kingston was like the old uh, Chinese restaurant, and it had a full tiki menu. And but I've read articles saying like nationwide that happens. But it is like mostly a New England thing that like that the Chinese restaurants have the tiki staples. Yeah, I love it. Mike's buried in his mobile. He's Mike's late getting back from making the dream. Hello. And now he's looking at tweets and Twitter and everything. I'm tweets. I'm twittering and I'm getting on X and I'm getting on threads. <laughs> you got If you like tweets, you gotta get on X. <laughs> Hey, did you guys find it weird to shake? I-, I had crushed ice, and it said to shake with crushed <laughs> ice. When you when you put crushed ice in a shaker, it, it dilutes to water. I heard that too, Jeff. I heard it too. <laughs> did you guys think it's weird to shit? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was, was my next question. Is it weird to shit? Yes. Yeah, I did it with regular. I shaked with shook with regular ice, and then poured it into crushed ice. Yeah, I just did regular. I got a my Thai faux pas. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't able to crush my ice. So I got few, I got, I got full cubes. Me too. Full, full cubes. cubes. I've got a bag, I have a bag of crushed ice, pebble ice Ooh. in my fridge for this very occasion. Oh, Mike, nice garnish. What you got there? I know I, I didn't have any uh, mint, but I put a little cherry on top there. Hammered, yours looks more pink than ours. Yeah, it's because of the. Uh, this is common on the show, Mitch. It's because. <laughs> Because of the brain size of the mixologist. It's the ingredients I put in. That's what makes it pink. It's the pink grapefruit. I think I put extra grapefruit juice because I like it. (laughs) You mentioned mentioned duck sauce, Tim. Yeah. First of all, I could drink a whole glass of duck sauce. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. But they don't got duck sauce on the West Coast like they do on the East Coast. Yeah. It's different. You got to order some. Yeah. In in Boston, the duck sauce is, is, is... from my memory, is more of a of a brown, probably a corn syrup. Yeah, <laughs> brown. Right? But it's it's not thi- it's not a thick. It's not like applesauce. No, no. Right? It's I, like- I'm picturing like Mott's applesauce. Oh, oh, okay. I'm but not- but hey, I don't know. It's just this is again, uh, Maple Garden, Londonderry, New Hampshire. The, out here, what you get is you get the you get the 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 pink duck sauce. That's like, that's, that's what the, it's like a sweet and sour sauce. It's like, it's the sweet and sour sauce. I agree. And that's bad. I want, I want that plummy, plummy duck sauce. Yeah. I want that tan lumpy one. Plummy, plummy ducky. All right. Can we do some sips? Yes. Yeah. And let's hear Mitch's review first. Cause he's having a Trader Vic and then we're having Don Beach. So I looked at that bar- bartenders, the, what is that Ooh. website? I sent you the, in, the IBA list that we've been beholden to for years. 
Wasn't that wasn't that down for a while? Because I was trying to look it up stuff on that, and it was down. It sucks. It's it's a fake organization, <laughs> yeah. fake website. Yeah, bartenders have never heard of it. It's in milliliters, isn't it? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember when you used to go to uh, Van Arsalen's website and uh, it would say under construction, and there was a picture of like a buff construction hunk with his face on it. <laughs> <laughs> He's working around the clock. He's like that for like months. <laughs> okay, sippy. Ooh. Mm. Let me tell you, boys. I'm into it. Let me tell you. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah? This is fucking good. <laughs> there you go. See, Mitch, this is what you could be doing every day if you wanted to. Drinking. <laughs> this is good. This is good tone. Does it have the tiki bar taste, Mitch? It, uh, Tim, you nailed it. You knocked out of the park. You got the Mai Tai eye and the Mai Tai ear. <laughs> Good ear. The, uh, that, that Appleton estate is just fucking doing a lot of the heavy work. I got, I got two big, big league. Uh, you know, it's like uh, when you got, you, got your, your, you got your MLB team and you got two heavy hitters on there. The offense is going to still be all right, no matter Bash what. Bash Brothers. You got the Bash Brothers. So if you got the Bash Brothers... Mm-hmm. You're 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 gonna get some runs, you know. You're gonna knock some runs in, no matter what, even if they're solo homers. And this is even with a because I, I used Rose's lime juice, which is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, which is which is a good lime juice. But I did uh, two parts. I did like two ounces uh, Myers dark rum, two ounces of the uh, Appleton Estate. Ooh, you made a little stiffy. And then I, and then I, I did, yeah. And then I did. One ounce of the dry curacao, one ounce of the orgette, and then one and three quarters ounce of lime juice. I had no simple syrup, so but I think with the sweetened lime juice, I didn't really need it. That lime juice is sweetened. Yeah. We kind of had the same yeah. uh, conversation last week. It's like it's enough. It's enough. It's and enough. the sh- that just adds sugar but no taste. Whereas you want the orgette to be doing the sweetening because it's flavoring along the way. <gasps> I this is. <laughs> This is this is fantastic. I'm like shocked that it's as good as it is. I know you get the right ingredients, Je- Jeff and Tim. Let me see your drinks again. Brown. Yeah. Okay. See, my, mine's a little. It's it's a little browner than you might think, but I it's it's kind of pinkish. Yours is good. It's good. It's damn good. I'll tell you that. And it's doing its job. I have the same knee jerk reaction that I did last time, which was that uh, this tastes like a sneaker upper, like. Mm-hmm. It's not pounding me over the head with tiki flavor, and it's not pounding me over the head with like, oh my god, this is strong. This is dangerous zone. But you know, it does have have the sort of um, yeah, sneaker upper. It's like a Trojan horse in there somewhere. Highway to the dangerous zone. <laughs> that was just that's a, that's a music bed. Keep talking, Tim. Okay, keep going. Um, while this doesn't taste like that that almondy Trader Vic flavor. There's something else. The the twang of this Don Beach drink, it's it is very good and it is very complex and it's very tiki and it's like that thing where you're like the the falernum and the pernode make it just weird enough that you're like, oh Don, you got me, a brilliant bastard. It's 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 weird in a good way. Tim, you've got a specific way with words. Twang is just the right word you're mm-hmm. for this. Much like Dwayne Eddy's guitar playing. That's right. <laughs> I like this. I like the grapefruit in this much, much better than last week's drink. Yeah. Like last week uh, didn't have grapefruit juice, obviously. And uh, I like the addition. I really do. This feels more Tonga Room ready. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Tim, this is like, I take a sip of this and I'm in relaxatory confinement. Ah. 
<laughs> the, wow. the old birthday boy sketch that we performed once. That's right. <laughs> I think it, I think it's the second sketch we ever did. Maybe. Yeah, it was early or it's on. close to it. It's in the t- first few. I want to say it was like twenty three, twenty four when we did that, and I had never had a mai tai. I think I think uh, the second sketch we did it was a take on that improv show that was on TV called like. Oh, oh, oh it- thank God you're here. Yeah, I thank God you're thank here. God you're here. Thank God you're here. <laughs> And then that was like, well, that show doesn't uh, exist or make sense, so we'll never do that sketch again. The premise is that Tim got put into solitary confinement, and then a guy, and then the prison got, who, I don't know if I was in this sketch, I think, in some way. So Tim gets put into, like, the back door, and the door shuts, and uh-huh. then, so you can't see him, but you hear that um, that song that's like, Sleepwalk by Santo and Johnny. I mean, th- that was meant to be score, theater of the mind. But yeah, the, the premise is a guy gets put in solitary confinement and he likes it because he's relaxing. Yes, yes. And Mitch kept being like, no, 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 no relaxing in there. And then at one point I was drinking a Mai Tai. I would love to see the tape of that and the sure, the sure confidence I had as that. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> now you're on a sure mic. <laughs> I have the tape and I was I've been waiting for a good moment to sit down with you watch the tape and talk about improvements in your performance <laughs> so we can run it run it run it for a second time 13 years later <laughs> 13 years even probably even longer than that is my guess October is the 10th anniversary of the birthday boys show on IFC Ooh, wow yeah amazing. so it's way more than it's thir- more than 13 years even that we did that sketch probably yeah. like 16 years ago yeah 16 years 6D <laughs> Like, can you believe 10, 10 years since the 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 IFC show? That's wild. Yeah. Are we gonna do a show to commemorate it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think we got to do a panel uh, a panel show at Carnegie Hall. Yep. Bob told me I had, I had lunch with Bob, and Bob was like, "You got to do a show. <laughs> <laughs> do a show. Do a live show. Do one." That's what he was saying to me. He, he did He's say right. he should yeah. do one. He's right. He ain't wrong. And then I was like, what are you up to? He's like, I'm going to go do a show. And then he went to Chicago and he did a show. <laughs> a show? Yeah, that's all we can talk about. Where did you have lunch with Bob? And can I guess, was it? It was not. <laughs> uh, crazy enough. We went to the, um, uh, we went to the, that uh, Cuban restaurant. Um, Cuban Pete's? That's, yeah, we went to Cuban Pete's. <laughs> What Cuban restaurant? Uh, and I one... think I remember as Cuban he kept saying uh, chick chicky boom, chick chicky boom, <laughs> chick chicky boom. Uh, shit. La right there? No, right by Fat Dragon. You know that what I'm talking about in the little uh huh? in Hollywood? Oh, come on now. You guys are forgetting. <laughs> oh, oh, in uh in Silver Lake, uh by Millie's over there. Yeah. Yeah. Right next to Millie's. What is the fuck is the name? It, it used to be all agree. Now it's uh Co- Cochito. Yes. Yeah. Did you get a Cuban sandwich or what kind of food was it? Got a Cubano ham, man. You're right. Nice. I think that's what it's called. El Cochinito, yeah. That's what it's called. Cochinito. That's what it's called. Had a great Cubano. Do a show. That was his advice. Yeah, we'll do a show. We'll do a show. Mitch just uh, set that up. I'll be in it. Oh, you will? Well, he's a, he's he's committing to it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make a guest appearance. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I'll do it. I was a guy who kind of handled that stuff yeah. back in the day, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, get on the horn. Organizing emails. I feel like if we called Dave or texted Dave and was like, hey, uh, we want to do a show. You want to maybe help get that organized? He'd be like, yes, I used to do that 
a long time ago. <laughs> I used to help put the birthday boys shows together, yes, but that was yes. years ago. Katie, can I do it one more time? Just one more time. He pulls out like his old planner and blows it, dust off it. Yes. <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to happen, folks. Call up Dynasty Typewriter. Call up... Uh... No, we said Carnegie Hall. Oh, yeah, Carnegie. Just see what dates they have, Mitch. See, call Carnegie and Dynasty and just see what the uh, dates they have. Bidding war. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Carnegie Hall and Dynasty. <laughs> just loop them in, put them on an email chain together, take yourself off, have them figure it out. <laughs> you fight it out. Yeah. <laughs> to, 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 uh, email me when you guys have figured it out. I actually already do have a bidding war, but it's uh, Carnegie Deli and Cats Deli. <laughs> we have to work a shift in the kitchen. <laughs> Isn't one of those, uh, Carnegie's not around, right? Carnegie closed, but they, they still have the Carnegie, the fake Carnegie Deli at MSG. And you know what? Mm -hmm. I got to experience it because of my boy. The cat man and I went there together. Do you remember that? That's true. Yeah, we went there. I remember nice. gawking at... Some guy had the biggest plate of food I'd ever seen. I think it was brisket. And it was, was it Mitch? A huge pile. <laughs> Some guy. Yeah, it was across from me. Yeah. It's this guy across from me who I'm talking to right now. Well, Mitch, Mitch, now you have to name other restaurants that you went with only Jeff and with only Mike. Ooh. Hanford, I think I went to uh, Raw Kitchen Cafe. <laughs> raw Chicken Cafe. <laughs> Ooh. That's, raw. That's what I meant to say. Ooh, that up. drink's hitting. It, it certainly isn't Dutz. I want to. Uh, um, I know what I'm going to say. Come on, baby. Little Jewel in New Orleans. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. I, I mean, I was thinking of the one that this is a more of a birthday boys one, but I was thinking of the one that we, we I went to with you the most, probably. Paquito? Which is Paquito Moss. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a classic. Oh, Wait, when were you two in New Orleans together? No, little jewel of New Orleans downtown. Uh, it's like a po'boy place. We we gotcha. went there when we couldn't get Howlin' Rays. Was that it? I forget. I think that's sort of. I was. would like to see you two though go to New Orleans and see a documentary on that. Hey, you bankroll it. We'll do it. Your dreams can come true, Mike. I, I'll do it. I, I'll do it. I will do it. I'm, I play the lotto every week. <laughs> um, Rock Kitchen Cafe. Oh. 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 This guy doesn't cook raw kitchens. He cooks raw chickens in the kitchen. <laughs> it still kind of works. Yeah. The contents of the kitchen are raw. Mitch, here's a good thing to, to talk about because you and I have not connected about this in, in real life. So it'll be raw talk on the pod. Raw talk. Ooh. Speaking of eating at restaurants, you and I recently ate at the delicious Indian pizzeria Pija Palace in Silver Lake. We certainly did. I loved it. From my point of view, this was on a, a wild day for me in which I blacked out. And I don't even mean like, uh -huh, I, black, I mean, like I was an unconscious blacked out guy. And then I came to. Should we say what the event was? Yeah, it was a sloppy boys listening party at okay. El Cid in L.A. People, because people handed us a lot of shots on stage. That was a lot of day drinking. Well, it's Hanford's fault. Yeah. Slopheads were giving you shots left and right. It was crazy. They really were, but uh, I was taking them all. It was it was six drinks in twenty minutes because we were it was nuts. And usually toward the tail end of a of a, a particularly fun and raucous sloppy boys concert, Michael say, "Hey, if you if you if you want to uh, get us shots, you can take one with us on stage." But this was a afternoon two p.m. 
industry event. Yeah. We had empty stomachs. No we, we had not hydrated. I hadn't eaten lunch. And right off the bat, Hamper goes, hey, bring shots up. We'll do it on stage. <laughs> um, so a, a lot of shit, a lot of shit went haywire that day to the point where we had to haywire. have a band meeting the next day to, to iron out what actually and put together the timeline of what happened. Iron out certain people's responsibilities and lack of responsibilities the day of <laughs> certain, certain, certain all three of us. But um I, from Mitch's point of view, uh, as a, as an outsider, Mitch, I, I had had a very wild afternoon mm. in, in my memory. I don't remember talking to you about going to this place nor going to, mm. to this place. And I come to Oof. at yeah. a wonder, at a wonderful dinner with <laughs> lamb pasta. It was delicious and curry pizza. And it was so good. Did from did you was I and talking Stu did, and Madeline? We, that that was yeah. the, it was the four of us. It was it was it was a uh, no. This is this is what happened. I remember I I got to the slop sloppy boy show and I talked to Hanford. I was like Hanford is sure being warm and energetic. And then, <laughs> he uh, usually didn't say even hello to me when I see him. <laughs> no. And then uh, and then uh, I love you, buddy. <laughs> And then I like talked to two other people and then I talked to Hanford again. I was like, oh, he's gone. You, know, you, were, you were fucking gone. Oh, no. And then, uh, does, and Tim, when I saw you, I was like, ooh, Tim is even, Tim's maybe even more in the zone than Handman. Dutz, you were you were very level headed of the of the crew. You were you were you were Amazing. you had a contain. That's kind of strange because I also had four or five shots on stage. But Jeff recently bulked up and got jacked by June, so maybe maybe me and Mike are lightweights, and you're the biggest guy. <laughs> now. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah, the muscles took in some of the booze. But I afterwards, I was I was shocked because there were people who had been partying all day, and I I had only had just a couple drinks, and uh, I want to go to Pija Palace, and. Uh, Tim, I give you credit because you're like, I'm in. <laughs> you're down. <laughs> I'm in. So, but when, when I said that, did you know that you were taking like a catatonic guy? Like, were my eyes crossed? I didn't know that you were. I didn't know that you were catatonic because you honestly, you it seemed honestly better to me because you because because uh, you know, I saw Hanford fall on his ass like a child near the uh, t-shirt table. <laughs> that is because. Uh, we were taking photographs, okay? Yeah. And there was a big group, and I was leaning back on somebody, and they yeah. moved, and I tumbled down. <laughs> that was not because I have a problem. So they shouldn't have moved. Somebody near me moved. Someone near me moved too quick. It threw my balance off. I, I literally wasn't saying that because I, I was saying, like, it literally, like, it was like a child falling on their bottom. You kind of just, like, went straight down. <laughs> yeah. You could see uh, we we posted a picture of that group photo like pose on Instagram and and like when when Mike fell and you if you look at, there's a there's a booth behind us and if you look down below our friend Andrea you can see her little boots because she dove out of the way and she was like lying on the ground to get out because the table got knocked toward her she said he's going down you 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 guys were everyone was having a blast everyone was partying. And Tim, I was we we went to the forty one hundred. This mm -hmm. we walked over there, mm -hmm. and we were relaxed. And you seemed with it, uh, and you were with it. But did you see me? I had a our friend Brett and I were having a heart to heart, and I cried in his arms and I sobbed on his shoulder. Did you see that? I did not see that, but I I had a heart to heart with Brett too, and he made me feel great. He's good uh, at that. Well, oh wow, yeah, it's feast or famine with mm. old Brett. God damn, <laughs> I, I had a nice conversation too. I'd say it was a heart to heart, but I didn't. It didn't get too deep.
It was about the atrium and the ventricles of the heart. <laughs> well, no, was, he's like, is Tim okay? You need, might need to help him out. I said, he's fine. Leave me alone. He's like, oh, you really got to help Tim out? I said, like, would you leave me alone? He's fine. Give me a hand. Pull me up from the ground, Brett. <laughs> I've been down here for a half an hour. Tim, honestly, you were pretty we, – we went – I was surprised that you – just because you guys have been partying so much – and then you, you, you know what? It didn't stop you from eating. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Tim, if you ever had any concerns about your food consumption while drunk, don't worry about it. You're good. That's That really puts my mind at ease because I've been worrying uh, that I will starve <laughs> while drunk. It, it, your body goes back and right back into autopilot. <laughs> You, you, the only time, honestly, at the dinner, the only time, because we all got drinks even at the dinner, you, and uh, the only time where I could tell that I was like, it was, we finished dessert and I looked over and you were, uh, you were like wimpy under his tree. You'd uh, eaten your food and you were, and you were, and you had fallen asleep again. Uh, Back to sleep. Man, in my memory, I I was like, I, I I rallied and came back to life, but that's funny that I. No, honestly, you were pretty good for the whole dinner. And then it was just after eating. Mitch, you're still, you're still, you got turned down even a little bit more, Mitch. I'm so sorry. It's so loud. Even that, even you were, it was still impressive. It got louder when you turned it down. No, no, it's good. Is it good? Is it better? Yeah, it's better. Uh, you 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 did rally quite a bit, and that the food was great. I've read like people so be mixed good. about that place, and that place is fucking great. I like it's I it's an it. Indian restaurant that specializes in pizza. That's very it's, uh, unique. It's, it's yes. an Indian American food. That's like a bar. It's it's, it's like a I sports it. bar. P i j a pija, g g right or j j or g g j j p i j j. Okay. A okay yeah. So I had heard about it forever. It's like an Indian sports bar and has pizza, but you would assume Indian pizza would be like on non bread, like a flat bread. Oh, yeah. But no, we were eating it. We were saying this is like Cape Cod bar pie kind of. It, it was, was bar. Really it was like bar pizza. And and does yeah. it have like like uh, traditional Indian food like on it, like the tandoori chicken? Or yes. The- Masala. Yeah, yeah, there were curry options and oh, sog options and other. But then who knew that also the pastas. We're talking about like a lamb, kind of like a very gamey, delicious lamb, deep, dark pasta dish that was oh, amazing. Man. I go to that um, Indian food buffet in Los Feliz, kind of near. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think it's called India Buffet or India's Restaurant. India's Restaurant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Indian food is one of those things where I kind of I don't see it often, so I don't eat it a lot. But when I have it, I'm like, oh, this is such it's so good. There used to be a great place called um, Cowboys and Turbans. Do you remember that place? Oh yeah, they they did a chicken tikka masala burrito that was so fucking good, and they got shut down at some point. But uh, I think it was just like the health board shut them down. But it was so good, I really miss it. So I'm definitely checking out Pizza Palace. You gotta go. We we we, sh- we should go there. They, we got a bar pie that just had like a green sauce on it, right, Tim? It was like kind of like a green curry sauce or something. I I, I don't know what yeah. it was, but it was fucking great. I would I would get sog is like this is spinach, right? Was it? But it was more. It was brighter green and more pasty but it was very good everything was the right amount of spice i don't remember ordering my cocktail but when i came to i was like "Ooh, this is like a mango (laughs) this is like a mango curry cocktail you grab stew by the lapels like who the hell ordered this (laughs) because i want to shake their hand it's delicious (laughs) it's funny that i was ordering cocktails while blackout drunk (laughs) damn all right let me let me uh let me impose a little structure here if i may what would you change about this drink, this new version, Mike and Tim? I think 
nothing because if you change it, it becomes a different version of a Mai Tai. Yeah, like right. like this is uh this is great. Yeah, why why add any orgeat or amaretto or try to do that? Just let it be what it is, and yeah. it's a little it's a little pernoti. It's sharp, right? It's astringent. It's got edges to it. Now, when you go to when you go to like Tiki Tea, let's say, and you order a mai tai, can you say give me a Vix or a Beachcomber? A lot of times they'll list different ones. Like same with the zombie, they'll be like, here's yeah. our zombie, and then there's the 1934 one or whatever. Jeez, I would be almost interested in going there and. Doing uh, a side-by-side. I want to do a side-by-side because here's the thing, guys. And Mitch, you can interject. I wasn't trying to shut you up or anything. (laughs) Oh, I just, I did remember a thing Tim did at Pizza Palace. Uh Uh-oh. You did, you did get up at one point and you said, I'm the prince of Pizza Palace. And you took a tablecloth off and put it around like a robe and you did stir around the restaurant. That was when I had sobered up a little bit. <laughs> he wasn't wearing clothes at that point, so that was probably the best. <laughs> that was it was good that we got him we got something yeah. around him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I remember like the owner and everyone that worked there was like, right, all hail the prince. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> we were expecting your arrival. <laughs> at the Tiki T, you, uh, uh, you might want to you might assume they do a Trader Vic's uh uh Mai Tai, but the thing whole thing with the Tiki T is the old guy behind the, behind the bar. His dad is Ray of Ray's mistake, Ray Boone, and Ray Boone had been a bar back at the original Don the Beachcomber, so they probably are leaning more toward Don Beach ingredients than Vic Bergeron ingredients. We should go taste. Mm. Tim, you're saying that now. I'm like, I'm drinking this this Mai Tai, which is fantastic, way better than I thought it was. When I drink that Tiki Mai Tai, which I now want one bad. There is like a little bit of fruitiness to it, right? Like, like there's something like maybe the grapefruit juice that we're having. Maybe they put some sort of juice in there. I because I, I don't know what their I don't know what their recipe is. I think they do they list it on the on the in the drink menu, but I don't know if that's like you know if they're not telling us something too. But it's it's, it's fucking. Great. <laughs> they better fucking tell great. us. What are you hiding? Where's Rachel? <laughs> you guys, after this recording, you should go to Tiki Tea and and drink them up. Oh. Boy, <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> um, it's closed. It's closed tonight, but we'll go very soon. Uh, Phew! Phew! I would have too. Yikes. Almost had to socialize. I know. Me too. Monday night tiki tea. I'm sure there's other tiki places you guys can go. <laughs> Shut up, would you? Take him out, uh, Jeff. Pick up Mitch and Tim and take him out. <laughs> take him out for a night in the town. Now, are you are you more of a tiki tea or a tonga for all of you? Are you Tonga, Tonga Hut tiki tea. Tiki Tea? Tiki Tea. I think Tonga just because I I can get in and out of that place. Like t- yeah, me too. Tiki Tea, I'm like waiting in line. Last time I was there, I was waiting in line for half an hour. And, oh, come uh, with me. It's fun, but it's cramped. <laughs> I, I've had more fun uh, more fun at Tonga. And Tonga, you get to wobble across the street to see like grownups too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is good. <laughs> True. They're always play, they always play drums too <laughs> at that theater. Mitch, I don't I I don't want to make this a big conversation, but have you seen the new Turtles movie? I have. It's great. We were just talking about it I at the top it. of the show. I saw I it. It. Mitch saw it with me. I saw it with I saw it with Dutch. There you go. It's wonderful, wonderful filmmaking. Animation is back. Animation is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough Krang though. We could have used some more Krang. Yeah, we could use Yeah, what happened to Krang? He's coming. All right, let's take a little break. And when we come back, final thoughts. Mitch, are you going to stick around? I mean, at this point, I mean, it's up to you. you... Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. You know what? We're I just wrapping it up anyway. Look, we're coming right back. I looked it up. The Mai Tai at Tiki Tea. Tim, I was right. Sorry, I keep talking to Tim about this. He's got the Mai Tai. <laughs> this Tiki Tea version is made with 
passion. That's all it says is passion. Which passion like, fruit. Is there, oh. is there a little bit of passion fruit in there? Come. Lime or jet syrup, amber rum, and floated with the Jamaican dark rum. And I'm like, there's definitely a little more sweetness in that yeah. tiki tea. Okay, there's so passion fruit syrup or, or puree. We've had that for when we made the original Hurricane, and it's utterly delicious. And it's kind of having a moment right now in in, uh, in fancy cocktails. I could, I could see, I could see it being being in there. There's something, there's something, there's something. Well, round two, I'm just gonna freestyle since my tie seems so open ended. I'm gonna do me, me tie. I'm, I'm still working on this one, but I'm gonna splash some orgeat in there and see what happens. Nice. I am done. I, I might, uh, I might do a Jeff doesn't go buck wild. <laughs> All right, folks, we'll see you right back here in a bit. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com And we're back with our final thoughts. On the Mai Tai Swizzle? Is that the technical name, Tim? I think we'll just call it Don the Beachcomber's Mai Tai, but yeah, he called it a Mai Tai Swizzle. Hmm. All right, I'm going to say uh, it's it's great. I think I like it better than the last one. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I know. I'm with you, Jeff. I, I said the last one was a Stone Cold classic, and uh, this is not far off, so I'll say this is a Stone Cold. Hell Yeah. And the IBA version needed tweaks, did it not? We all tweaked. That's it. true. That's true. I I give this one a uh, an order again forever. Mm-hmm. Why was Why was Stone Cold so old? What? <laughs> Hell yeah! I haven't been body slammed. Why is it in years? <laughs> Tim, go ahead. Um, I mean, I liked last week, but yeah, then we had to tweak it a little bit. And I think the thing with last week was we were like, this is a little light. I think that we, if you use stinkier rums and then use just orgeat and no simple 
you'd be better off. I love that. And I love this one. But then in round two here, guys, I just added a little orgeat, just a half ounce of orgeat to the Don Beach. And it sneak. just made Earth's best Mai Tai ever. Yeah. It rounded out the wow. edge a little bit. Mm-hmm. It balanced it out. And it's pretty per. It's as complex as Don Beach, but as mm, sweet as Trader Vic. Uh, <laughs> I, I did a little tweak on mine, too. I, was, I thought, thought mine was a little too juicy and sweet. So I made a classic dirty martini. <laughs> Ooh, a lot of tweaks. That was pretty severe tweak mm. for round two there. Yeah, almost nothing in common. No, nothing carried over from the last recipe, seems like. Yeah, really, nothing. I guess, the, well, the shaker. There was a shaker. Gin instead of rum, uh, uh-huh. vermouth instead of fullernum. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, what do you feel? What are your thoughts about Mai Tais just in a general way? Well, Dutz, I'll say this. <laughs> we know he likes them. That's why he's here. <laughs> They call me Mai Tai Mitch for a reason. I mean, no one has until this day, and it's myself that's been calling myself it. But uh, <laughs> I call myself Mai Tai Mitch for a reason. It's because I love these things. And also, I think it's a great part of them is that there is a mystery to them, Dutz. You can get a Mai Tai that's orange juice, pineapple juice, and rum, and that's a Mai Tai. And you can get uh, this Don Beachcomber one, and you can get and you can get the original uh, Mai Tai and they all uh, they all count as a Mai Tai and they're all great in their own way. And it way. gives it, there's mystery of like of like the, the secret uh, you know, yeah. Don the Beachcomber when he got sick of being ripped off he started naming his, his he'd like pre-bottle his mixes and put numbers on the bottles oh, yeah. so the bartenders, in Kaiser Soze fashion, yeah. the bartenders didn't even know, because when we made a zombie, Ooh. we had something called Don's Number Two. We had Don's Mix. Oh, that's it. That's cool. So he had like eight of those mixes, and then he also so people worked for him and didn't know how to recreate the cocktails after the fact. But it all makes it sort of the curse of the tiki, very mysterious. Was he kind of like a <laughs> like an anxious weirdo guy, or was this just like he was getting ripped off so much? No, cool, laid back. Uh, Trader Vic did rip him off, so he needed to uh, do stuff like that. Why was he a beachcomber? Combed beaches. He um ah. he he like worked on boats, but as like just jo- he wasn't in the navy until later. But he was just mm. like a trader going island to island, like hustling, like Benedict Arnold. <laughs> I might be an old man navy guy. I might join up. <laughs> well, Mitch, you could because the thing Don Don had this reputation during like after like World War One, but he didn't even serve. But then World War Two. He became, they created a position. He was like the colonel of hospitality or something for, for the, the U.S. military. <laughs> wow. They, they invented it for him. They'd be like, oh, Truman is going to visit uh, uh, Winston Churchill and he, they need 40 barrels of rum. Don, Don, what can you do? It's war times. And he'd like go to Jamaica and get rum for them. And like that was his job. <laughs> That's the Sloppy Boys movie. Yeah. Don the Beachcomber is like. Sick for the weekend, and the three of us have to get some booze across the Pacific. That's super funny. That's like how Elvis was like an honorary DEA agent or whatever that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. they get into that in the Elvis movie? Probably not, huh? That's just no. like a weirdy little thing. I bailed halfway through. Ooh. Maybe I could be corporal podcaster. I could be something <laughs> like that. You could be corporal uh, punishment. <laughs> They're like, quick! The Navy SEALs need the Navy SEALs need a podcast fast. Uh, how many forks? <laughs> They're bored. <laughs> they need they need you to eat McDonald's. <laughs> I I I love a mai tai. I, I don't think you get you know like any. I, I'm gonna like any mai tai. I'm gonna like the shittiest version of one. 
I mean, I'm not going to love the shittiest version of one, but I'm going to still <laughs> even kind of enjoy a shitty Mai Tai. I'm going to really, really love the the best version of one. So uh, that's 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 where I'm at. It's like pizza for you. Pizza, you know, everyone says like, there's no such thing as bad pizza. There is, obviously, but... For the most part, it's pretty good. Yeah, I'm always. Ha- I mean, that, that people talk about that. They're like, "There's no such thing as bad pizza and bad sex." I'm like, "That's not true for either." Yeah, I t- I was fucking a pepperoni the other day. I could <laughs> I couldn't get this thing off. <laughs> I'm fucking a slice of. Uh, yes, pepperoni. What a slice of slice an old. I was like, I was having sex with an old Detroit slice the other day. Oh, square pie, and I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't get this thing to to come. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my my vote for worst pizza worst pizza on earth i vote uh cheech's pizza in los Feliz, and i still eat it oh, and right, i still right. i don't mind cheech's i still like it that so, I, I think it's worse I, than like 7-eleven pizza i see what you're saying yes it's still yes good. i think it's the worst on earth but i still will eat it cheech's is pretty bad and and thank you for it cheech's is like if it's the one i'm thinking of it's kind of like uh got a uh sweet the the crust is sweet. <laughs> yeah, it's like a sweet foamy crust. It's it's bizarre. Yes, yes, it's like cake, pizza cake. It's like that Buzzfeed thing you bite into the pizza and it's cake with the fuck. <laughs> Doesn't this remind you though of being on the, being in a tropical locale or in a tiki yeah. bar? One of the two. Yes, we've covered that very much. <laughs> it's certainly. Well, doesn't this kind of remind you of having a mai tai in your hand? <laughs> um, I really like though the distinction though, Mitch. Mai Tai, I think, is more uh, a pina colada. I'm sitting out at the beach or on a cruise. Mai Tai, I I almost want to be in Detroit on a rainy night, but yeah. I step into a, a little steamy oasis and there's a water feature yeah. and I have a Mai Tai. Isn't that funny? You mentioned that last week, the idea of like step it, like it's like a an easy vacation to take in an yes. afternoon or a day. Get away from your kids, all your daughters, <laughs> buy us dresses. <laughs> The latest <laughs> BTS dress. What? We're on the rag. When I take a sip, my tie, my tie brings me back to any town USA. Mm. Anytime mm. USA. I love it. It can be anywhere. Anytime. Mm. Any USA. Tie. My tie. I gotta tell you guys, I also went to um a tiki bar in San Diego when I was just down there. Mm. And it was Oh, was called- it uh Test pilot or no? That's Santa Barbara. Um, no, not test pilot. The Coconut Club, not the Coconut Club, hmm. not False Idol. Oh, the Pineapple Palace, or no? That's that's <laughs> so, more south. Uh, yeah, damn it. Was it uh, uh, the Pernod Pit? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was the Pernod Pit. <laughs> <laughs> Come down the pit. I feel like it was. Was it False Idol? Maybe it was False Idol. Yes. I think it was maybe false idol, but it, but it, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, it does. Uh, maybe it was the Falernum Foyer. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought there was a compass in the in the title. Oh, bro- you're thinking Broken Compass up in the up in the valley? I, yeah. Ooh, I'm feeling uh, hot in the face. Me too. You know, I tell you, I'm feeling hot right under my chin here. I shaved today. And I'm, I'm like, of course, I'm sweating like crazy here because I'm so fucking hot. But uh, did you use your Manscaped like, prog- products? I've run out of those. <laughs> those were a sponsor of ours way too long ago. I've, I've gone dry. But my fucking right under my chin is like stinging because it's like the, the salty sweat. Oh, <laughs> ooh, me. Ooh. Mitch, I see why you keep that beard so much. 
It does. It, it sops up the sweat. Yeah. <laughs> that would explain the smell of the thing. <laughs> Mitch, I last time I saw you, I hugged you. I thought I was gonna vomit. I, that thing is what? so gross. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, kid- I'm kidding. I'm rude and crude well, to our Mike, guest. Mike, it's a, the problem is the way you hug. Usually you go one side or the other, but you hug him dead on and you bury your nose. I go in right his beard. up under the chin. I said, this guy has got to get the sweat out of here. You say, where's my eye line? I'm going in. Pew, straight. No, I'm kidding. That was, too, that was supposed to be more of a, a dirty beard joke. Yeah, you take that out, Wolf. It wasn't that good. No, keep it I in. Like it. Keep it in. It's good. Also, I think everyone knows this, but Wolf is our new editor. He's doing a great job. So when you hear us say, take that out, Wolf, and it stays in. And to all the listeners, if you hear an episode and it's a nice tight edit, you got to go, ow, 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 <laughs> yeah. the wolf. The, the wolf, wolf dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we're going to get litigated. It was false idol. That was, it was, that's the mm, bottom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know what? It was a blast. Oh, yeah. The Mango Mansion is up, is a little north of that place. Right, right. <laughs> The mango uh, mansion. When 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 I when when we were in that bar at the end of the night, you did oh uh, you you did you had a great comeback, but it, it looks like you were in the back of a flatbed truck at the end there. But yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I, I I and the, just for the very last two minutes we were there. But I'll tell you at False Idol we did us was there with Fran and Neil and Weiger. Mm-hmm. Oh, because you uh, did Doughboy, you did Sombrero oh, did. on Doughboys. Yes, yes. We did Sombrero, and then we went there afterwards. She brings me Mexican food from Sombrero just because. Do you know that I didn't, I'm the only person who didn't know that song. I, I don't know if I've ever heard it before. Really? Uh, I don't know if I've ever, I must have heard it at your guy's house at one And moment. Mitch, and you're one of the coolest dudes. <laughs> I know, I don't get it myself. <laughs> I'm thinking about going up to the Gorge for Dave Matthews for a three-day Dave Matthews weekend. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Dude, I'd do that. The Gorge is cool. I, I've always wanted to see a show at the Gorge. It might be a pain in the ass. Get one of those uh, tricked-out sprinter vans with a bed in the back and take it up there and camp out. Ooh, I like that. That would be fucking cool. Bring, take these two with you. They'll love it. Uh, do you like Dave Matthews enough? Yeah, I do. I took them to a fish show recently. They had the best time of their lives, they said. Yeah. At False Idol, I had a Scorpion Bowl, which was great, and a Mai Tai, and one other drink, and I was Whoa. as cross-eyed as... You had a Scorpion Bowl to yourself? No, no, we sh- I shared okay. it, but I was as cross-eyed as a uh, Sloppy Boys release party. Yeah. Ever- <laughs> we, need, we need to work hard to change that uh, that change that change look. That's a bad look. That's an okay look. It doesn't have to be you. It's, it can be fun, and people are enjoying themselves. There's nothing wrong with that. Scorpion Bowl is a Trader Vic creation, and that's where we drank those of the Cantiki the night we got Super Blotto. And Mitch, I believe you drove me through Del Taco that night. This is the night we famously found we found a mystery chest of iced cold beers. Oh, the chest. Yeah. Oh, Fresh yeah. Coor, Coors Lights, and we chugged them, and it was great. That was great. And they're out of business now, huh? Or are they... <laughs> <laughs> they or they moved. They moved. <laughs> A little treasure chest just for us, yeah? <laughs> X marks the spot, eh, boys? Oh, that was so great. Like, Have you ever found a, co- an, a chest and been like, oh, what's in here? And you open up and it's ice cold beers? Never. 
I love, I, I wasn't there and I love this story. It's a chest of beers and I'm, it's, it has a very specific picture in my mind and like opening it up and be like, ice cold beers? <laughs> ice cold is the best. It was like the Pulp Fiction briefcase. It was like, ha <laughs> Normally you find something like that and you open it up and it's like, oh, beers and they're sitting in warm water and they've been there for like a week. Yeah. This was like ready for duddy. Freshly packed. And then it was in a bar. You're like, these can't be here. We're in a bar. That's where they sell these behind the <laughs> counter. This can't be here. But we and we just fucking sucked them down. These can't be here. This can't be. What was here. it for? Was it for like a comedy show or maybe some karaoke show or something? That we. It was for something. Yeah, it gotta be. It must have been a show was happening. Probably not for us. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure Billy Joel came up after we left. Yeah, I think we, I think we drank all <laughs> Billy Joel's beers. What do you think he drinks? I bet he drinks uh, red wine, huh? Yeah, bottle of red. Bottle of white. There you go. It's pretty good. I guess it depends upon his appetite. <laughs> That's our show. Follow us on social media at the Sloppy Boys. Room. We can't leave on a stinker. We'll cut Dude, it. We'll it cut was it. great. We'll cut off we'll something good. You here? You're left on a floater. <laughs> a floater. That floater stinks. <laughs> Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys where we release these recipes ahead of time. And go to patreon.com slash The Sloppy Boys and get the bonus. That's The Sloppy Boys Blowout. And the bonus bonus, that's the monthly show, Questions for Lennon. Can I say one last thing? Fine. Tiki torches. They're back on the good side now. Sorry. Who brought them back? I'm bringing them back. Now they're good again. Yeah. I'm with you, Mitch. And, I'll, I'll bring and, and you mean like in the traditional sense, like white polo, holding the torch, marching it around, right? <laughs> That's good. Well, I mean, I'm I'm in a white polo, but I, but I'm saying I'm bringing them back to the Great. good side. Tiki stuff got taken over to the bad side. It's coming back. It's, it's coming back. Again. It's good. It's great. 2023 Tiki torches are back on the good side. Happy to hear it. Yeah. Reclaiming them. Well, uh, this was great. Thanks yeah. for listening. Mitch, Mitch thanks, thanks for joining us. Also, yeah, yeah, we didn't think this would be like a whole episode thing. What a, what a gift. What a treat. What a treat. It was fun. And if, you, if you're out there, if you got uh, Peacock, get or if you don't have Peacock, get Peacock and watch Twisted Metal. My boy Mitch is on it and he's crushing it. <sighs> That's nice of you to say because I won't promote it. You can't. It's, it's uh, <laughs> He won't. He can't. He'll go to jail. And maybe with the strike, I'm not supposed to promote it either, but you didn't hear it from me, folks. <laughs> you, you didn't hear it from me. Hey, it was a blast to be here. I, I got to free my tie out of the whole thing. Yeah, that wasn't a promo. That's just me d- talking to my friends saying Mitch is great on the show. That doesn't mean I'm promoting. Don't kick me out of the union, all. You just watched a show that you liked, and you're just saying that. You're a viewer. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with Nothing that. Nothing wrong with that. You're just reporting your feelings. That's good. That's healthy. Hamburg, I'm going to go out there with you. I love young Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Thank you, but of which I of which I'm the star. Thank you. <laughs> it was weird it was a weird choice, but they have me in a, a green screen ping pong suit for every episode. Hammer, <laughs> look at you. You're talking Don the Beachcomber, you're like you look like uh, Mike the Haircomber. Oh. Your hair looks nice. The boy is slick. It's because I'm sweating He's and I'm just slick going with slick. What if back? there was a I'm bar so called hot. Mike the Haircomber and you're like, what the fuck are you walking? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the bartender has his hair combed. You're like, oh, oh. Oh, that's Mike. Hey, we're going down to Mike the Haircombers. Uh, why are you going there? <laughs> Everything else is too full. <laughs> You'll find out. Every every sip you take, you're like, mm, a little bit of hair. A little short and curly. 
He combs his pubes too. <laughs> we have a few uh, menu items. We got uh, chicken, air fried chicken. That's a little tender. A little purple. Uh, I want to say this before we leave. The Beachcombers, the original name of the band, The Who. No shit. Oh. I thought they were called The Detours. Look at Mr. Knowledge. We won't get fooled again, folks. We won't get fooled again. All right. Good episode, guys. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Thanks, Mitch. Thanks, dudes. Good stuff. See you next week. Peace. Give it up for your boys. Give it up for your boys.